going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We in the Fight Club and the first rule of Fight Clubs go down, like, and subscribe. Definitely if you're new to the channel, every new one helps and just join the ride. Comment down your picks for the fight night we're about to break down. And the second rule of Fight Clubs, you didn't do none of that to go fuck yourself, but stay tuned and join along. This is Paul. Pick a win of Contra. I got, I'm almost, if you were here for the football episode, you know my shit's empty, but I got his little lieutenant right here. So who's with me? Is the question is that fireball? Only when we talking firefights. You you heard the news about this? Nah, what's the news? So the big ones is straight, like the little shooters. The bigger ones are straight. Yeah, this is yeah, this is one of the bigger shooters. Like they're yeah, they're, but the the little ones they're actually getting sued for like stupid money. Because somebody found out that it's like it's not fireball, it's like malt beer, wine, and something else. What? Oh, I definitely yeah. got I definitely gotta let some people know about that. That's I know Jerry crazy. loves fireball. I would oh. <laughs> but uh but I it said I remember because I almost got I got some for my best friend for Christmas and I was like because she likes um hot tamales candy. So I got her the fireball so from fireball um shots, but I was like I would get the small ones, but the bigger ones are only like an extra dollar fifty. So I was like, all right, let me just get two bigger ones. And then it was a third bigger one. So I was like, God damn, motherfuckers, they be shooting fireballs. There's a lot of sizes to fireball. Fireball, I realize they, they make every size known to man. But yeah, so fucking crazy. So that's what the mother, so when I found that shit out, I was like, that's crazy. And I was just scrolling through Instagram and I seen that. But in other news, it's your boy, Kev. Waterboy Savoy, aka the Street Fighter Enthusiast, and Paul, bro. I know you heard the news, man. Hey, man, I know you see the protein shit. You've been shaking first... that shit for like 20 minutes. Well, time. first off, I'm not gonna lie, I put this in the freezer before the football episode, and now it's frozen. But we're in the gym, man. I've just hit my 100, I hit my 150 push ups today. Yeah, USC... that's so crazy. You tell me that I called my dad. And my dad and me were talking, and he's like, all right, I'm going to let you go. I'm about to do my little exercise. I was like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been doing my push-ups and sit-ups every night before I go to bed now. And I was like, yes, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I didn't know. Didn't know. I, I wasn't familiar with your game. Yeah, yeah, get your push-ups in, man. And it's crazy because people be telling me, damn, bro, you look – I remember before you were so skinny. I'm like, bitch, all I do is pull up push-ups. I don't like going to the gym right now. It's too motherfucking packed. But I've been hitting my shits, man. And UFC 287, they just announced, man, motherfucking my dog, Israel Adesanya, CKB for life, the freestyle bender, the former champion, is going to run it back with a big homie, big man, motherfucking the tree chomper, arrow shooting, motherfucking egg. Hey, you got you got motherfucking one more round to get it fucking done. Okay, boom, I'm gonna kill him. Boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna kill him. Alec Payetta, man, this is gonna be a fucking slobber knocker again. This is gonna be a banger, but it's crazy how everybody's fucking with Payetta now. I'm like, hey, this is the same niggas you seen earlier. Like, what happened? I didn't think it was the ties gonna switch so hard. Nah, but hey, like. Say what you want. Oh, Izzy was winning all the row. Izzy lost three times in a row, bro. He's fucking done. I, I don't think otherwise. It'll be four times in a row. And then Pierre is going to go up and avenge his fucking mentor in Glover and go get the fucking belt up there. 
bro, if he does this, this motherfucker's gonna be the greatest UFC hack ever. And then and fucking they, retire on the ass. Immediately, like, fuck this. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting nobody. You're gonna come back and be like, all right, I'm done. Never but hanging on the gloves, bro. Never sparring. Never, never even touching a ring again. Doesn't mean a like, myth. Just fucking wandering in the distance in the sunset. Bro, the biggest menace in UFC history. Like, people are gonna be like, I don't care what you said. Like, be like, hey, bro, GSP, that's my dude, man. John Jones, fuck it. I know he has a pass, but fuck it. DC, he held it down. I'm gonna be like, Kayeta, nah, he was a menace. <laughs> don't even learn English, bro. That would be the biggest, bro. Just fucking just keep speaking Brazilian the whole way through. Just fuck Dana White, fuck the company, fuck it all, man. It's like, I'm gonna do it on my terms when I walk out into the sunset. Nah, respect it respectfully, man. And that's what a big dog does, man. So this card's been announced, man, but they haven't announced the location. Somebody, a little, a little insider, possibly Ariel Hawani, but sources. Motherfucking they're saying that there's a chance it could be in Miami, man. So I don't know. I might, I might, I might, I might bet the house on that one. No, I'm not gonna lie. If it's in Miami, I may I may have to pull up. To watch my boy yeah. walk up in the sunset. I'm talking like I'm checking the second day nuts location. I'm there. Woo. Fireball mixed with the Miller High Life, kind of crazy. But enough of that card. We're not here to talk about the future. We're not here to talk about the past. We're here about talking about the present. We're talking UFC Fight Night: Lewis versus Spivak. The heavyweights themselves, Derek Lewis plus 190 to Speedbox minus 230. Speedbox, pretty big favorite here. Derek Lewis, I mean, he was my pick for worst fighter of the year. Like, he had the biggest, the worst year. Not the worst fighter of the year, but the worst year for a fighter. There's loss after loss in all devastating fashions, all knockouts. Uh, and then... Yeah, uh, this is honestly a late ass card. Can have 10, 10 o'clock prelims, one o'clock in the morning for the main card Eastern Times, and this is in Las Vegas. But if you don't know, this is a card that was supposed to happen, I believe, in November with Korean Zombie the headline. Korean Zombie fight ain't happening, but a lot of the people on this card are from uh, Asian descent, Korean, Japanese. Chinese, I believe, as well. Like they're they're all from a lot. There's only two Americans on this whole card to show you how international this card is. That's crazy. And one of them is Derek Lewis in the main event, and Devin Clark in the co-main event. The rest is filled with young talent from overseas. So, like this is supposed to be a card. That's why it's so late. A lot of the time difference. There's gonna be a lot of people back in their home countries being able to watch it. So shout out to the UFC for that. I kind of fuck with it. Like I'm willing to stay up late to watch the card. Why not give the people? Because I know boxing. That's a big complaint I hear all the time. Is like we gotta be up at fucking seven in the morning, four in the morning to watch this card. We gotta be up at two in the, like at least the UFC caters to their audience. Kind of looks like. So I kind of fuck with that. I respect it. I mean, ever since I talked to the. The we're in the live Twitter, we're on the live space, and we're talking to the um Australian dudes and during UFC. Um, oh, the French, yeah, we were talking to the French dudes and stuff, and it was like, Yeah, bro, it's three of them over. It was like, Bro, I'm missing work for this. shit. I'm like, God damn, for real. Yeah, so, I don't know how long the card's gonna run, yeah, that's fine. So, like, I respect that, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna stay up for, for the car, I'm gonna try my best to stay up for the car. I feel like I'm not gonna lie, if it was. 
it was a better card, I would actually be it would be easier for me to go to sleep and then wake up, go to sleep during the prelims and wake up and watch the main card. But if you watch anyway fights, you know you, there's a reason to be up at 7 a.m. watching fights, watching somebody get fucked up. So hey, shout out all them boys. And I think it'd be cool if they started doing more of them. So I wish they would have better motherfucking um a main a better main event. If they're gonna do some shit like that and have me up at one, have me up at three a.m. watching this fight. Yeah. But hey, man, it's cool. It's cool. But how do you think this is gonna go? Do you see any interesting fights on this card? So before we get into the main card, I do want to say I'm gonna shout out the first card on the prelims. Honestly, this card should have been on the main. This fight should have been on the main card. Tassiro Tiara, twelve and zero. I believe he's like nineteen years old. Going up against Jesus Aguilar, eight and one from Mexico, Mexican fighter, and just one off the contender series of Dana White. And if you know anything from the contender series, they bring in fucking bangers. They bring in great fighters out of all the ones right now. Uh, so that's gonna be a good fight. It starts off the prelims as the first. So I know you'll be up for it. Everyone's gonna be up for this fight. Tyara's minus twelve hundred on the fucking picks. Jesus is plus seven fifty. It, everyone, that's how good Tyara is. He was uh, on the amateur circuit in Japan at 16 years old, making his pro debut. Like he was 12 and 0. Like he's legit. He can do it all. He looked great in both of his UFC fights to start. Jesus Aguilar, though, he's undersized. He's 5'4 in the flyweights. Tyara is 5'7. There's like a six inch reach difference. It's uh, kind of, but Aguilar is used to that. He's a brawler. And not a brawler, really. He 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 can throw hands, but he throws his hands to get inside to take you to the ground, and he can grapple like a motherfucker. He's a spider monkey, Mexican spider monkey is what I kind of look at when I see him. Tyara can roll with the best of them, though, so this really will be a good test to see how good is his BJJ for real, going up against somebody who can roll really well. So, Or Tiara can use – he has shown also he's looked good from the outside. He can – he, he – Puts his combinations well. So this is a, one great prospect against somebody who could be a prospect coming off the contender series. I mean, we saw T-Rex get killed by Isamel. So not saying that's going to happen here because I think TR is definitely going to get the dub. But like we've seen we've seen crazier things. But a, a fun fight, I think. I think it should have been on the main card, really. I appreciate that because I'm going to need it. But – I think it's just gonna be interesting watching this card. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna see what people are talking in prelims and see what um. Make sure I'm in tuned in with all the group chats to see like okay, what fighters do I need to watch out? What fighters are to come up? But they say anything on why Korean Zombie isn't fighting? He's. I think he's still hurt from the last fight with Volk. He took a lot of damage that fight. A lot of damage. And then the other fight is a middleweight fight. That's literally the second fight on the prelims. It's Joaquin Park versus Talulian. A Russian, Talulian is a Russian, like, fucking, he throws bombs. Park is small, bro. He's 5'10 at middleweight. Like, Izzy's, like, 6'4. Like, so, like, he's 5'10. Talulian's 6'1, his opponent. There's, uh, so, his nickname is the Iron Turtle. A lot of people fuck with him, but I'm only shouting out this one because I'm taking Talulian. He's a plus 170 dog, and that's who I'm rocking with. Like, if I'm going to shout out any dogs on this card, it's going to be Tuluian. Like, I think he throws massive power for what Park, Park's too undersized to be able to not get in close. And I think Tuluian is going to be able, especially early rounds when Park likes to kind of, like, feel his opponents out and kind of, like, play around. 
but Williams is going to land some bombs, and like I, I could see this being a first round stoppage. So like oh, even God. yeah, I'm taking Tarluian on the money line plus 170. I haven't checked the odds yet. I usually wait to fight day to place my bets on certain like odds, and um, but I would definitely check the Tarluian to get the KO. I would take that for sure, and maybe sprinkle something on Tarluian first round KO because that that'll pay out real nice. What a motherfucking and everybody's like, yo, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. And they just get to sleep and shit. Like, everybody's getting the fuck up out of here. Talulian's Russian, bro. Like, they, you know, they they, 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 they don't fuck around, bro. They, they work on a different thing. They don't sleep. They don't, mm. they don't they, they're not here to play games. Facts. But let's get on to the main card, the main event here. Derek Lewis, 26 and 10. I said plus 190 underdog to Sergey Spivak, 15 and 3, minus 230 on the money line. Uh, Kev, I don't think you remember. I know you know Derek Lewis, but you might not remember Spivak, but covered one of his fights. You remember Greg Hardy's fight when I told you the guys was going to take him down, manhandle him, and beat him up? And then that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. That's Spivak. Remember whenever he fucking, like, Greg Hardy thought he was getting back up and the speed ball was like, hold on, bitch. Get the fuck back to the ground. <laughs> I never felt that before. They did. Yeah, so that, uh, and speed ball is undersized for heavyweight. Like, Greg Hardy is, like, a big heavyweight speed, like, how Derek Lewis is. Speedwalk's more of the Tom Aspinall build, a lot more leaner, but technically sound in the wrestling and uh, BJJ, so... How do you see this one going? Is Derek Lewis going to get his right foot in front of his left and his left foot in front of his right and kind of get shit moving in the right direction again? And he uh, he he looked leaner in some of the videos they showed of him. Spivak, we had like he uh, he had some tough competition coming in. He's beating the people he should be, and he's lost to the people that are top tier um, so far in his career. Is Derek Lewis still top tier enough to like or or? Uh, is this an, uh, or is Derek Lewis good enough this year? Like, where do you see Derek? I think it all depends on how you view Derek Lewis right here. I wish I watched like a fight night, like you know, not the fight night, but the um, when they do the training camps and stuff like that, so I could have seen where his mindset was at. But I think this is make it or break it for Derek Lewis because now you're on a three fight losing streak. Your name's only going more. Your stock's only going to drop, drop more and more. And they don't, they're slowly going to, you know, slowly going to fall out the rankings and fall in the midst. So this, if Derek Lewis comes in with a mindset of, yo, I got to fuck this boy up. Like, I'm not coming in here to lose. I got to show people like, yo, I'm still the dude. I can still win matches. I'm not a gatekeeper. So if he comes in with that mindset and just throws these bombs because they're just going to sit there and bang, he could do something. But Speedbox sounds smart. He sounds like he's like okay, I can try to knock dude out because he has been he has been on a um, losing streak, but I'm gonna play this smart. I'm gonna fuck him up on the ground, tire him out, make him hold my weight, and then does he have any submissions? Does he? Does, does oh, he, um, yeah. So um, I will say I'm gonna throw this in before I answer that is uh, the last five of each. Spivak is four and one, beat Jared Vandalay KO second round. Alexander Olenek. Nam is decision. Both of them are uh, – or Lennox a legend. He's old. Tom Aspinall got KO'd in the first round himself. Greg Hardy, yeah. he KO'd him in the first round, ground and pound. 
And then Sakai, he got the second round KO, ground and pound. And then Derek Lewis last five, two and three. He beat Curtis, Curtis Blades, 2021, second round KO. He lost the gun in the interim title shot, third round KO. He beat Chris Dawkins, who I am known to clown and say to get him the fuck out of the UFC. First round KO. Lost the tie to Avasa's second round KO. Lost to Sergey Pavlovich in 55 seconds in the first round. Spivak, I want to say out of his 15 wins, I think six are from submission, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe nine. Let me go double check. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six submissions. Nine KOs and three decisions. So, like, he kind of does it all. His ground game is impressive. He, he's a smaller, like, I, it's all, to me, it's all hated if you Derek Lewis. If Derek Lewis is turning a leaf because in training camps and everything, he is, he looks leaner, but also it could be camera angles. It could be like motherfuckers wearing a shirt two times bigger than him. So it looks like he's losing weight. Like, I don't know. So I want to see on the, the fight, uh, not fight now, but the weigh ins, how, if he comes in, because he normally fights at like 260, trying to cut weight into the weight class. If he comes in like 240 type shit, like, we might be seeing a different Derek Lewis. We might be seeing some Derek Lewis prime. What if he comes in with abs? Yeah, like like is this a Derek Lewis that's like realized like yo, I keep losing. I'm I like I spent nothing but spending time in the lab for the past um like eight months at this point, seven months at this point. Like I've just worked my ass off to prove that I'm still a top tier heavyweight. Or is this a Derek Lewis that's kind of accepted that like my time is over? And the next generation's coming up, and I, if that happens, I'm I'm Ryan Spivak. I got Spivak here. I think he went um uh in five rounds. I don't think it goes to a card a decision at all. Derek Lewis does have a chin, but like if he's getting ground and pounded like how Spivak does, like the fight will be called. If he gets caught, I think he can be caught also in a submission. Like Spivak's ground game is great, but Derek Lewis does have great wrestling in his back pocket, so. He can fend off some shit. So I just want to see how this fight goes. But I think Spivak wins. And I think he wins uh, without needing the judges. Mm, yeah. I be- I'm believing Spivak on this one. And you said Spivak is Russian? I believe so, yeah. Or he's just from that side of the country. Like, I- I'm not I'm not sure 100% Russian. The eastern yeah, hemisphere. that side of the world. Yeah, the eastern hemisphere. Eastern hemisphere, dude. This is something else. But what else is going on? Isn't there another card? Uh, we got Bellator 290, Fader, uh, uh, Bader versus Fedor Emilienko 2 going on. The GOAT, the greatest heavyweight of all time, the greatest run in US, uh, not UFC, but MMA history at heavyweight. The person who really put heavyweight on his, uh, not heavyweight, but put MMA on his back for a fucking generation of people. Fedor, the Emperor Emilienko, he's getting another shot at the title against Ryan Bader. Bader's the current champ, heavyweight champ. I think Emilienko is ranked third. And this is Emilienko's last fight. He's hanging up the gloves after this from what everyone's saying. So shout out to the GOAT. Shout out to the greatest. And he has, I mean, Bader beat him in 30 or 40 seconds. First round KO in the first fight. But, yeah, but Bader isn't, like, undefeated. He's 30 and 7. He's almost turning 40. I know Emilienko is, like, 46 himself. But Emilienko, after that loss, um, he did kind of, I won't say avenge it, but he went on and beat 
an older Rampage Jackson first round KO, and then he beats an old Tim Johnson, for, uh, former UFC heavyweight himself, and a first round KO also. So like he, he kind of uh, he's going he, he he's looking good, and then Ryan Bader after beating uh after beating Fedor he did go on and he lost to Vadim Nekplov, and then he did go beat Leota Machida. Long time okay. great heavyweight, then losing to Corey Anderson, who's won the bell towards like Golden Childs, then being Morlovsky and then Czech Congo. So to beat Czech Congo for the title, he has it now. We get the rematch. I mean, I'm just happy to see Fedor hanging him up at 46. Like, this has been a long time coming. He's a great, I just don't think That's... he has a shot. Day of. Day of. That's I insane. fuck with him heavy, but like, you're 46. Like you're just old. Like like your chin. There's a reason why he knocked you out in 30 seconds the first time. Like this guy isn't his prime. Not in his prime, but like I, I I just don't like the fight. If it was Junior Dos Santos, if it was like his last fights against Junior Dos Santos, or I know Kane Vasquez is locked up, but if it was like Kane Vasquez or some other like heavyweight great that people know and can recognize the name, I feel like that would have been a great like retirement fight not ryan bader yeah i mean he's trying to go in that but i mean fedor's cool he's one of the few people i've heard of and it's cool that he's never on fought with the ufc i don't know what the reasoning for that was do you know uh he didn't fight with them this was uh his manager i don't know because now like francis could be another version of him where like it wasn't because the way the story was painted was also from the ufc point of view so like i don't know how true it is but the point of view that I've always heard was UFC was coming up. They were getting some names. They got a lot of people from Pride, Rampage, Dan Henderson, uh, uh, Shogun Rua, uh, Rampage John. Uh, like there's just a whole bunch of names that come from the fucking Pride days. Fedor was the king of them all, and they wanted to get Fedor. But then Fedor, out of all of them, he had his own manager. And his own team, and the guy wanted it to be like a not just Fedor coming over to fight for the promotion, but Fedor wants to be like co-promotion. Fedor wants like his brands to be on this. Fedor wants everything to be half him. And like so, that's when Dan White's like, I'll give you like he was gonna pay him like a million a fight, and this is before that was like a thing. Like this is before people were making chump change back in the day. So like. And Fedor wanted, like, his, not him. He's a, Fedor's a nice person, great person, great fighter. His manager and his team, there's no way I'm going to make deals like this for a, a one person. So that was always the, the narrative that was pointed. It was, it was like the reason why he never came to the UFC was because his team just wanted way too much. Hey, that's interesting as fuck. But, but now yeah. with Francis coming out, with his is like, I don't know. Like, was it really that, or was it just the UFC painting that picture because they don't, they, you know, they do, they do their business their way. That's real, but I guess we. Root, I'm a root for my dog Fedor. I'm gonna see if he can get a puncher's chance in this motherfucker. Plus two, he's like plus two fifty. Like the odds aren't too much different than the Derek Lewis fight. Like uh, Bader's like minus three fifty, and uh, Milianko's like plus two seventy five or something. So like. It's nothing like fucking minus a thousand odds. Like so, Fedor, like you can make good money on him. That's interesting. We'll see, man. And he but can retire as champ. Oh, that's gangster, but it's gonna be a nice late night of fighting, man. We're gonna see, man. 
All right. Well, shit. We broke down the UFC fight night. We broke some news. If y'all didn't know, Izzy Baer to hopefully, maybe, Miami. And then we even we even sprinkled in a little bit of fucking Bellator for y'all, bro. This is some real, true, hardcore MMA fans. If we weren't part, if we weren't them before, we definitely grew into them. And this is a Totally Blitz podcast. I'm Paul Pickham Winham Concert. I'm joined with the one and only Kevin Waterboys, the Voice Street Fight Enthusiast himself, PYE. And this has been Totally Blitz podcast. If y'all didn't know, well, now I know, motherfuckers. Suck it, let him in, passing out the medicines We've been on that rock star regimen Knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been I got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your past this ain't not new, it ain't season maxing All I'm saying is true, you better stop your capping Lacking with Leo, ass all in the past